right, all right, all right, my premium members. How are you, premium members? So glad you're along for the premium ride. I hope you're enjoying the very special premium content we put up just for you guys. Uh, really appreciate you, uh, you getting on board and love bringing you this special stuff. Uh, what you're about to hear is uh, kind of an unusual night. I always tell you guys... Sometimes I go up on stage and I work on new material and sometimes I let the words and the material guide me and sometimes I let my mood and my energy guide me and on this night I was in a little bit of a mood. I was feeling a little bit sick. I wasn't feeling well and I went up on stage and this this uh, funny guy asked me to do like uh, he, he did like a fake talk show on stage at the uh, Melrose Improv here in Hollywood, California. So he, he said, hey, Harlan, come on up, do a little bit of stand-up, and then uh, I'm going to have a desk and a, and a chair set up, and then when you finish your stand-up, you just sit down and I'll do a little interview. So I was like, sure, man. Um, and, you know, when I agreed to it, I wasn't feeling sick, but the night that it happened, I wasn't feeling great, and I thought, well, I don't want to let the guy down. So I went down, I jumped up, and I just kind of rambled a little bit. I got into this weird story about, about my... My dad and an injury that he had, and I didn't really do any jokes. I kind of just made stuff up on the spot. And then when he sat down to interview me, I, I kind of wasn't in the mood for answering questions about my work. I don't really love talking about myself. And so I just kind of sidetracked him and started talking about owls and birds and things like that. So the first part of the, the premiere material tonight is me doing a little uh, weird stand-up storytelling stuff. And then I go in for the sit-down and uh, and chat, uh, have a little chit-chat uh, for about five or ten minutes. And uh, so there you go. As I promised, uh, you know, I like to record these special events, these weird nights that normally you wouldn't have access to. And, uh, you know, that they're kind of impromptu and weird and they kind of wind all over the place. But hopefully there's something in here that uh, keeps you guys amused and uh, and puts a chuckle onto your face. So uh, thanks again for being your premium members and enjoy tonight's or today's premium content just for you. Ladies and gentlemen, from one of my favorite movies, uh, Half from Half-Baked, yeah, from Rocketman, and of course, Employee of the Month. What a, what a tasty delight. What a wonderful treat. Uh, great, uh, unbelievable uh, sexual energy here tonight. Uh, I'm in a bit of a mood. Uh, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, very honest with my comedy. That's my niche. I, uh, I am one of these guys that just emotes. I, I kind of internalize things and then I kind of use uh, comedy as my release, and uh, it's a lot of fun for me. It's a lot of fun. Uh, might not be so fun for you guys, but let's uh, <laughs> let's go through it. Uh, a bit of a rough uh, rough week for me, and this is just real stuff. I keep it real. You know, I'm not gonna 
make uh, shit up and, you know, I, I just don't have the imagination for it, but uh, the funniest stuff comes uh, from real life, really. Uh, have you heard this? The funniest stuff comes from real life. Uh, this happened today, I swear to God, I was at an ATM machine, and this guy, probably about six, six foot two, really big guy, uh, he goes up, uh, puts his, his ATM card in the uh, ATM machine, okay? And this nut, uh, he had a hat, and uh, he, he, put, he pressed like a four-digit, uh, you know, the four-digit pin code. And this is real. This really happened. And uh, no, no, and I'm standing there, and so swear, hand to God's uh, teeth. Uh, like, I'd say about 20 seconds later, uh, fucking, I'd say about, uh, you know, $200 uh, worth of 20s came out. And this fucking nut uh, put it in his wallet and off he went. And I was, I was just buckled over. This was real. Uh, and so uh, I, I channeled my, uh, my energy. And, and what happened this week, gang, is uh, summer, summer harvest is on us. Uh, I don't know if there's any farmers at all. Uh, but summer harvest is here. And uh, farmers are out in full force. And, uh, my dad, uh, John, uh, he, uh, he, uh, he lost his, uh, he, he lost his legs, his, uh, his, his, uh, his legs got cleaved off in a, uh, f uh tractor thing, and, uh, he was laying in the field, uh, and screaming, we heard the screams from the farmhouse, my mom had just put a, uh, they call it a grackleberry pie out on the window ledge. And uh, it was so peculiar because I guess my dad's instincts when he had his legs cleaved off was to lay on the ground and thrash, thrash his arms. And, you know, your instinct is to put your legs in the air and do this. But it was the oddest thing. My dad's nubs. He put his nubs looked like a seal had escaped from SeaWorld and we ran out there, we ran out there and uh, we picked them up and the legs were, you know, they say if you reattach the legs, uh, you, you know, if you get to the hospital on time, the legs still have nerves and you can put, put the, the person back together and uh, we got the legs up on, we got dad in the car, and uh, his legs are up on the roof. We didn't want the legs, we didn't want the legs in the car, uh, and we figured, well, in the winter we put skis up there. Uh, they're long, and so are his legs. <laughs> so, we put the legs up there, and we were in a rush, and he looked, look, gang, uh, who hasn't done this? Who hasn't been in a rush? And maybe not, you know, strapped something down <laughs> as securely as you should. And sometimes, you know, you, you think things are going to be bad, but then they turn out good. You ever, and this is real life. This is part of what I do in my act all over the world. Um, we were rushing. You know, when, when someone's legs have been cleaved off, you're not going to drive slow to the, <coughs> to the hospital. You can sit down on my father's legs. Uh, so we're rushing to uh, to the hospital, and uh, we hit a speed bump. But um, 
You know, fate has a funny way of, of treating us, gang. Uh, I'll be goddamned if uh, on the side of the road, I guess, uh, you know, out where he lives, he's up in the rural part up near uh, Bakersfield, and uh, I'll be goddamned if uh, there isn't a young boy's, uh, you know, uh, Armenian uh, community center. Uh, <laughs> The Armenian community center put together a soccer team for these young, young Armenian boys. And uh, we were driving by, and the legs are on the roof, and uh, we, uh, we, we speed by, and these young boys are kicking the balls, and I'm driving, and I'm getting a little distracted. I can see a kid, little Armenian boy, probably 12, full beard. <laughs> And uh, he's, he's running down the field, and he, he's got a breakaway, and he trips. <coughs> Sorry, I have the Zika. And uh, <laughs> as fate would have it, we hit that speed bump, and one of my dad's legs got loose, flew off the roof, uh, landed on the soccer field, and just perfect uh, serendipity kicked that fucking <laughs> This little bearded uh, monkey boy just started jumping up and down like he had a can of Pringles up his asshole. And, uh... Okay, so there you go. Uh, a little, little, uh, little weirdness for me. I just, like I said, I got off on a tangent and started making up all this stuff about my dad's legs, and uh, it was a lot of fun. I was just kind of in a weird mood. I didn't feel like doing jokes. I just felt like telling this ridiculous made-up story. So there it is. I did that, and, and then uh, and then the host of the show is a really nice guy. He he asked me to sit down on, on the, he had a little makeshift couch and a, and a table, like looked like the Letterman show on stage, and asked me to sit down, and uh, you know, he wanted to do a little interview. And I still was in kind of a in a funky mood, and uh, and so here's the interview with him and me, kind of not really giving straight answers. I was just kind of in this zone where I just wanted to, I don't know, take take a listen, and uh, hopefully there's some laughs in here uh, for you guys. Thank you. I've been a fan of you for a very long time. Um, let's go back in your career. Let's talk a little career stuff. Can we talk a little career stuff. Can we talk a little bit about Rocket Man? Can we talk about Rocket Man? What was your first what was your first uh, movie role? Do you remember your first movie role? My first movie role was uh, Behind the Green Door. <laughs> no, it was uh, Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber was my first movie. Holy shit! That's amazing. How how was that as a first job? Uh, it was pretty terrifying. I'd never uh, acted or done a movie or anything before and uh, Suddenly, I was uh, thrust into this uh, movie with uh, Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, and it was pretty overwhelming. But uh, I took all that nervous energy and uh, channeled it, and got real focused. And uh, people don't know this, but we shot that scene on the side of the road in uh, Pennsylvania. No, in uh, sorry, in Colorado. And. Um, I don't know if you know how owls um, regurgitate mice, but they basically uh, swallow a mouse whole, and the enzymes in their bodies uh, 
absorb all the nutrients, and then the, their stomachs create a pellet full of mouse bones and fur, and they puke it back up. Wow. And while we were shooting that scene, I observed a couple of dozen owl pellets <laughs> on the side of the road and schooled the Fairley brothers on what they were. So, it's a real fond, fun memory. Thing. <laughs> How did they react like when you talked to them about that? What, did they think it was funny? Well, or were they I, kinda... I wasn't in the sequel, did you notice? <laughs> <laughs> Not a good move in retrospect. I uh, should have kept my owl pellet knowledge uh, to myself. And if I had a chance to do it all again, uh, I would never, ever mention uh, owl pellets. <laughs> I did not have sex with that owl <laughs> I may, I, I've been in, I've been on this movie for three years, and everybody else, like everyone else that started with me, is gone, and I'm, I'm still in it. So They're dead. They've all been murdered. <laughs> so it's a murder mystery movie. No, it's a, it's a, it's a animated kids movie called Storks. But that shit's scary. But what about uh, doing a uh, Freddy Got Fingered? That must have been, that's one of my favorite movies of all well, time. Come on, let's, let's yeah. not glaze uh, past what you just said here. Um, <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it's, you know, it's very obvious that, uh, you know, uh, it didn't go past me that you brought up storks and, uh, you know, they're a bigger, bigger, uh, taller bird than an owl. <laughs> Pissing match. <laughs> I ate an ostrich burger at Fat Burger yesterday. You can go suck a loon clip. <laughs> you can go uh, find a, a, a great blue heron and nibble on its fucking clip. <laughs> I wish you could have been a woman when you said that. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, dude? The good news is the clerk at the Motel 6 won't care. <laughs> Harlan Williams, everybody! Down the party! Thank you very much. I love you, buddy. Harlan Williams, One last thing, please uh, say a prayer for my father's legs. <laughs>
when uh, when people have a good time and have a lot of laughs and I'm just being absurd. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, love bringing it uh, to you. We'll have some more premium content for you real soon. And uh, once again, as always, really appreciate you guys jumping on board and supporting and uh, encouraging me by, by, by supporting the premium content. You encourage me to do more and more of this stuff and, and find new and inventive, fun stuff just for you guys. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, that's it. We'll leave it right there. Keep on chuckling. And until next time, gang, chicken chow mein, baby. Da-da-dee. 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 Da-da-dee.